Welcome to the Infinite Life Podcast. I'm your host, Katish Haberfield. As a spiritual coach, regression therapist, and medium, I help my clients to break free of karmic behaviors and limiting beliefs impacting their lives. This free podcast takes you behind the scenes to experience regression sessions and celestial healings as my clients access their sub and superconscious minds and witness the unfolding story of their soul. All stories shared on the podcast are shared with complete permission. I hope this podcast provides you with inspiration and insights that can be applied to your life. Welcome back to Season 3 of the Infinite Life Podcast. Now, Season 3 is all about love. And love, well, they say it makes the world go round. But when we talk about love, we talk about love of self and love of others. We talk about family love, we talk about pet love, and we talk about romantic love. So we're going to be covering a lot of different types of love in this season. But because you haven't heard from me and my lives in a while, I thought we'd kick on with a particularly poignant look back into the past of my soul, into one of my soul's lifetimes. And I had no idea that I would be sharing this episode. It's particularly brutal, it's particularly emotional, and it's particularly vulnerable. There will be the live version of this, the video version on YouTube, and you can see yourself how distressed I was. But I think it's an important episode to share because I was told that I didn't actually have any choice. It was time and that there were lessons for myself and for others in this episode. And besides, if I don't show you the vulnerable side of myself in relation to love, how will you trust the emotions that come out for other people in other episodes and yourselves? in terms of coming for past life regression and accepting spirit messages, in terms of the lessons that you have for love. In all of the episodes that we're going to have in this season, we'll be looking at the impacts of limiting beliefs and vows that are made in both this life from experiences earlier in our life, say in early childhood, teenagehood um, and early adult life, as well as experiences that we have in past lives. Both create different limiting beliefs and all of them have an emotional impact on our bodies and our minds and our perceptions of who we are in the world and our self-belief about our worthiness and lovability. So it's really powerful work to actually be able to discover a past life. And remember that many of the past lives that we discover have multiple themes. You know, they're not just about love, they're about money, they're about self-sabotage, they're about a whole gamut of things. And in this episode today, we're covering themes, a multitude of themes of self-sabotage, punishment, abandonment, uh, trust, love, self-love, and anger. And originally I thought this episode was mostly about everything else other than love, but when I listened to it for, I don't know, the hundredth time, I realised that Probably for me, the most important lessons here were about how impact can be created on perceptions of self-identity and self-worth through the experiences that we have with love. And so I wanted to share this also because this is, although it's going to be a short episode in comparison to the other marathon episodes, this is the second part of my Akashic Records session 
with Cindy, of which you will have listened to in Season 1, Episode 10. So if you go back to Season 1, Episode 10, you will have been taken back in time to a lifetime where I was a monk in what is now known as Westminster Abbey. And you'll remember that that was quite an emotional episode. And at the end of the episode, I went for healing and they're like, okay, it's time to go now. And I was like, but I don't want to go. That's where the episode cut off. And I said that I was never going to share the next part of the episode and the next life that I discovered. Well, turns out I am sharing it. I am sharing it now. So this is the second part of the of that particular Akashic Records session. So by the time you finish this, listening to this session, you will understand how emotional the entire session was and how big it was for me to understand the themes of abandonment, uh, self-worth and self-love, as well as love of all kinds, celestial love, divine love, and how big of a session it was for both Cindy and I to go through both of these lifetimes. Also, I wanted to mention that when we do um, reveal lifetimes, especially lifetimes of a regal nature in the Akashic Records and in past life regression sessions with myself, that sometimes it's not wise for the soul to be told the name of the king or queen and it might might not also be wise for that person to know the exact year that this occurred. So we all have this tendency to Google ourselves and uh, this is no small thing when it comes to past life regression. We all want to know, is it real? Did this really happen? Was I really a king and how can I tell? Was I really a queen? How can I tell? Now with this particular session, I had already had this lifetime confirmed in a quantum healing session. And in the quantum healing session, I was in a group, <laughs> a group uh, healing, which was recorded on Zoom. And we were talking about issues that we were facing. And I can't even remember now what mine was. But anyway, uh, what happened was the quantum healer, she looks at you and she tells you who you were in the past life and how it affected you. And so she said, and you were, and I just started crying. And then after the, the session finished, uh, there was open feedback from the group and everyone else in that group that was there was like gobsmacked and they were like, um, we've had a confirmed life with you. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, all of these people have just witnessed this and they believe me because they were there as well. So that was really interesting. So that took, oh, a good six months to get used to that and, you know, do some inner work. And then I didn't even expect this particular lifetime to come up again when I did my Akashic Records session with Cindy because I thought I'd covered it already. I knew it, and um, but I hadn't seen it for myself in the session. So part of me did want to have it confirmed. Well, when the lifetime came up unexpectedly, because... I didn't say to Cindy that I wanted to explore love. The whole point of this greater session was to explore why I was sabotaging my career and um, why I was punishing myself. And this was the second life that came up, as I mentioned. So it wasn't meant to be about love. And I didn't expect this lifetime to come up. But the moment that uh, it did come up, I knew immediately and one of the things that you know about and you will experience, this, particularly this season of the, the podcast, is that you can't manufacture and fake emotion when you are in a hypnotic state. 
what you feel is real and what you are feeling is both the ego of your current personality being horrified, shocked or delighted with who you have revealed to be and what the situation is. And then also you get the raw emotions, thoughts and feelings of your soul counterpart, the you of that time in that lifetime. Remember, when you're accessing a past life, you are accessing it as if it were happening now. So you're not viewing the world from your healed self, the one that has gone past and uh, finished their lifetime and gone up into the life between lives and had the healing and reflection and the life review. No, a past life regression uh, session or an Akashic record session where you access past lives is accessing yourself at that split moment in time. So you're experiencing that person's real emotions and their view on life, be it flawed or not, it's their view on life. And you, it's impossible for you to say anything than the truth, even if it horrifies you as you say it. So I just wanted to give you that little background uh, before you listen to the session and before you listen to the others this season because they have been particularly vulnerable with their heart sharing in the love season. And I just wanted you to know that, you know, these experiences are all here for the best and highest interests of our soul. Otherwise, we wouldn't experience them. Also, to know that if you experience and at the very end of the session, I've, I've put Cindy's interpretation so you can hear that. When you experience particularly dense lifetimes, um, particularly if you experience a role where um, you are both good and bad, but you may be remembered as bad, being a villain or or whatever, um, that these dense lifetimes expand your capacity to have bright light lifetimes where you become a visionary leader because you have transformed and transmuted these negative emotions and experiences and you've played the dark side the dark character so to speak so if you ever uncover a lifetime that makes you uncomfortable just be sure to know that you know it's it's part of the ebbs and flow of life the the turning wheel there is no such thing as good or bad. It's only your perception. And possibly the biggest thing that I struggled with with this episode was, you know, the realisation. Now, I'm not going to reveal who I was, um, but what I wanted to share with you was the emotion and the lessons that I learned from it and hope that it provides you some reflection for yourself, for the things that you are experiencing and the emotions that you are going through in this lifetime I really just wanted to let you know that I understand and if you're feeling stuck, especially where it comes to self-love or love for others or even love with others, meaning um, your ability to love others, maybe there's something that needs to be shifted and moved so that you can release stuck emotion, heal it and uh, be ready to move forward. So bottoms up, it's time for... Season three, episode one, I am better off without love. Feel great resistance. Okay. Then what we're going to do instead 
is we are going to go back to your Akashic Records room and sit back down at the table. And let me know when you get back there. Do you feel any resistance to going back there? No, I feel like <sighs> it's ludicrous, but I feel like there's like, it's not possible, but I feel like there's an angel hovering above me with a cloud and a shower. You're being cleansed. <sighs> I'm still giving you healing. So enjoy it. Take it all in. And giving me a towel to dry down, like a fluffy, ridiculous white hotel towel. <laughs> Love it. Like, welcome to the spa. Okay, I'm back in the room. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask your spirit guide to bring a record for you. That is what they obviously want you to see now. There must be something or we would have been able to leave the Akashic Records. But because we felt the resistance, there must be something else they want to show you. So we'll sit here and wait while your guide grabs the next record and brings it to the table. It's bigger and it's like, you know, the lion's fruit cake that people try and sell you at Christmas. It's dense. <laughs> Could be used as a doorstop. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. I need you to put your hand on the book and let me know how it feels. Regal. Awesome. That's a good feeling. Okay. It's got gemstones and velvet. How beautiful. Wow. Purple. And it's very arrogant. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. It's like I had a bedazzler. And stuck as many gems as I could on it to make it feel very important. Okay. Right. Now, I'm going to ask them to open the book again to the page. You are loved. <laughs> and you are safe. Oh, I didn't want to be him. <laughs> you are safe. 
safe. You are loved. <sighs> that without great contrast, our do not grow. <laughs> People, oh, they hate me so much. Oh, there's so many. Oh, fuck, there's so many, so many YouTube videos about me. <laughs> you are loved. You are loved. <laughs> Your source energy you <sighs> 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 had a different plan for this life. I wasn't supposed to be king. say fuck my brother <laughs> sorry but he, he died and <sighs> I was supposed to continue plastic studies and have the chance to do what I wanted to do after that dreadful life <sighs> Okay. Radio. Let's go. I know what it contains anyway. Okay. Are you where you want to go? Yes. Alright. Put your hand on the book. Again, look down at your feet and describe for me what you see. Ponty stupid fucking shoes of a king. <laughs> and the stockings, the white stockings. Yeah. The stupid garter, like they wear my make my children in my current life wear to school. That I I think I started that vain fucking trend. Constricted the blood. Yeah. Ah, sorry. Have a look around you. Banquet table. 
Are there people there or just trying? The room is full of people. And the poor jester's trying to be funny. And I have a vomit bucket beside me. So I can throw up after each course to make more room. Charming, hey? How do you feel in yourself in this lifetime? Permanently angry and suspicious and aware of the plots and all the people and their fakeness. I can't stand people who are fake and I am surrounded by fake people. No one is real. No true friends. Only my dogs, my horses are true friends. Okay. Even my wives are not really friends. So in this room of all these people, do you feel alone? I feel like I am constantly manipulating and being manipulated. Like it's a joke, it's a game, and I just want to be alone with my books in my bedroom. And I want to ride and have fun. I don't want to pour over the finances. These people over here, they bother me with all the counts. My father was a miser. I don't want to be like them, him. Yep. I was want to have fun. Can you ask yourself, ask your past life self, what it is you need to know and take from this past life? I'm going to allow myself to have fun in this life as a punishment for not taking it seriously. Okay. What we are going to do now is we are going to move forward along this lifetime just before you pass in this lifetime. Can you see yourself there? 
Yes. Okay. I need you to ask your past life self if you have made any vows in this lifetime as you've passed. To never be manipulated again. To never allow the company of shallow, distrustful people. To never allow people to question my authority. To not trust women. Because nobody really loves me. Ooh, they're all just here for my money. Therefore, I am better without them. I am better without love. Life is easier without out love because I tried and I tried to give gifts and woo and do all the things you're supposed to do to woo women and they still betrayed me and did not see my inner child and the true me they only saw the stories so therefore I cannot trust anyone ever again they have broken my heart and they deserved oh that's awful they deserved to lose their head I do not feel repentance for what I did to them although I know it was cruel and harsh they got what they just deserved even if I know it was better it was bad I have suffered, even if I have cast as the villain, suffered more than them. I always suffer in every lifetime. (sighs) As the modern day people would say, fuck my life. (sighs) They could all go to hell. (sighs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Remind you of past life. Breathe. You are loved. Remind past life self that you are loved. And I'm going to get you to say your goodbyes. And we're going to step back through the Akashic Records room.
So let me know when you get back. Sorry, where are we going? Back to the Olympic Records room. Okay. I just tried to steal a jewel from the front of it. Why so? I'll put it back. I can stick it on later. Yeah. Let's work on Take care of that for you. Your record keeper. We're going to. We're going to call in right here in the room. Wash that over that record, over you. You break those vows that you made to yourself. You are going to cut those vow cords. You do not have to always suffer through every lifetime. You can trust people. You are worthy of love. You are not always going to be heartbroken. You are not going to be manipulated. You are not better off alone. You are never alone. You are protected. The angels are surrounding you, filling you with them. They are unconditional love. Why does Joshua kneel beside me? I should be kneeling beside him. He's offering me something in his hands. A statue. Can you see? Of his mother. A gift. Yeah. To show that you are loved. He's walked out now. He wants me to follow. Please follow. Being taken to the healing temple. Yeah, I want to go back in there, but he says it's enough. No more. I can't bear any more today, he says. Yeah. There is only so much that the human part of us can take. Yes, he says I have to not go in there because I'm trying to punish myself to see another record. I need to go over there with him to not go in there. And they're shutting that door and putting angels in front of it, so I can't. Yeah. Angels are there for your protection. 
Okay. Where is he leading you? To the fountain again. Yeah. Different fountain. Have to step into it. Yep. It's like a like a fountain at the Trevi, like the Trevi fountain, but different. You need to bathe in it completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. It's like baptism. He's in it too. It's got a dish, like a made out of coconut. Yep. Bark. He's pouring it over my head, mm-hmm. like a rebaptism. Cleansing. Yes, but I also see. Someone else, not in the fountain, but beside the fountain. And it's his friend, and my friend, Budashaka Mani. Because he knows I have been conflicted with the Buddhist lives and the Christian lives. He says not to be conflicted anymore. It is all one anyway. And I'm not betraying either Joshua or the Buddha. They are friends anyway. They both learned off each other and I didn't betray them by any of the lifetimes as a Gregorian monk or a Buddhist monk. He's gone now, Buddha's gone. I can continue in the fountain and okay. Let it wash over you. Um, and feel those bows you have cut. And Lakshmi. Seems ridiculous, but they are there too. Lakshmi. Puts coins in the water. Shiva gives hand towel, face towel. Dry my tears. They are coming to show you. That all of it is part of the one true source. Lotus flower. The water standing on lotus flowers, not crushing them. My feet are in amongst the roots. And Jesus becomes the fountain. He cries, water, tears, my tears. He cries for me, so I don't need to cry. He's purifying 
Hmm. So nice. Such a nice man. Thank you. I see his heart. Yes. His hands. Can you see the unconditional from his heart? Yes. My heart. I feel unworthy. He puts it to my heart to make me feel worthy. Shiva's gone. Lakshmi's gone. Anyone else? No. No one else. It's done. Angel there, big one. Michael? Archangel Michael. Yep. Yeah. Always there. Mm -hmm. Always there. Okay, Jesus has to go now. Jesus, Joshua, Jesus, Joshua. Doesn't matter. Don't need to get it right, not right, not wrong. Same in Michael's time to go. Time to go. Okay. Why why wings on my back though? Oh. Yeah. Angelic love of something. Something. Something not to be real, 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 real now. Something angelic past. Something to do with origin of soul. Not now. Another time. Time to go. Bright, bright white light in my eyes. Time to go out the doors. The angels are saying goodbye. Yes. Let me know when you're back out on the steps. Yeah, doors closed. Doors golden, all around doors, golden, sealed shut. Michael, kiss on head, Michael gone. Finished. We're going to slowly coming into your self. Slowly, slowly coming back to you. Back into yourself. No more spirits bother. Next. Start moving your time. Start sensing the chair that you're sitting in. Start wriggling. Just feeling it. 
And on the count of three, you're going to feel wide awake and refreshed. Three, sensing the seat that you're sitting in. Two, noticing all your surrounding signs. One. Wow. That was intense, wasn't it? Sorry to do that to you. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. okay. I'm pretty sure that's the most intense session I've ever had. I knew it was going to be intense, though, before we started. That that smell from the energy buzzing. We even got on the well, the two scene, the two records that I was shown are the two records that the quantum healer sh- ha- told me about, so they correlated. Uh, they're exactly right. Like you have to remember that I've always known it. Yeah, but it's our it's our human ego that sees what we do in these lifetimes as right and wrong. From a yeah, I know. Perspective. There is no such thing. It's yeah. great contrast for your soul perspective, for your soul to grow and stretch and expand to be that way. So the other, <sighs> the other really important thing I think for you to remember in your human is that being able to have such low feeling with the anger and the self-punishment also means that you are completely capable of such high highs, which is why I think everything is so intense for you. Because you have expanded your soul capacity so much on the negative side, you have that expansion also because there is always the opposite on the light side, which is what I believe life incarnation is all about for you, spreading that light, that huge light that you have inside you. That's the the overall message that came to me. So you really need to remember that and make reflections on that. I think there were a few really things that kept coming through apart from the self-punishment was the issues of always feeling alone, abandonment, never having true friends, this this complete isolation and everything. And I, I think you would benefit a lot from journaling on all those topics too. Yeah. I know I know abandonment is it's the core wound, yeah. Mm. Abandonment and feeling alone and self isolation. I say it. Self isolation. Yeah. Uh, putting up walls to protect myself from people, even if I don't need protecting from them. So false barriers. Yeah. Always assuming people. I'm gonna out to get you. Hate me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and it's. It was funny when the cat was meowing. It was lovely. But we need to look at these things from the higher soul perspective 
because you have to remember also that it is your choice to reincarnate, reincarnate as these. And to learn to accept that, if you know what I mean. And I have accepted who he is, except for obviously you can see there's still part of me that's fairly repulsed by it. But that's your, e- that's your human ego. Yeah, human ego. And I understand the cycles. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's only human to yeah, we want still it. be shocked a bit by it. <laughs> exactly because that's our experience. That's what we're here for to have those experiences to to feel that that otherwise uh, to feel that contrast because otherwise, I mean, we are all source. We are all complete unconditional love. Like if we just stayed in that form we would never expand or experience anything. Yeah. So, like, you doing that and uh, playing that part, because it is pretty much playing a role, and playing that part, look at all the growth and expansion you have provided for so many people. Like, all that you put those people through in that lifetime and everything, you provided such huge growth and expansion from a soul perspective for all around you. Yeah. I need to step back from that and look at it from the soul perspective up here and see the lessons for the soul rather than the human. Yeah. Because I think that is what's going to help you, like, put it all in and let yeah. you start shining your light out there to everybody because that's what you need to do. You really need to do that. Hopefully, well, not hopefully, we we cut the vows so you shouldn't be troubled by them. You should be able to start trusting people and letting people in. And that, my friends, is the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining me again. And if I can help you with any regression and healing sessions or even spiritual coaching sessions, it would be my absolute honour and pleasure. So head over to katish.com where I have two session packages as well as one month and three month spiritual coaching services And now, new medium sessions where you can speak to spirit. Until next week, take care.